This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It's Amanda Rieger Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions and welcome to November. I wanted to kick off the month and talk about some of the energies and experiences that we all are going to be faced with because it is the season where holiday time kicks off. So we all know there's added stress and pressure and responsibility, and it can feel overwhelming versus overly joyful, even though we are in in November and it's a time of Thanksgiving, at least in the United States, but also universally. So we're going to talk through some of the energies and tips so you can see some strategy and maybe some blind spots and really practically harness your energy, find deeper clarity, healing, and growth so it feels more fluid rather than that overwhelming, overbearing stress. And we all know what that feels like. Just for me, this is probably one of the ways that I feel stress or experience stress and overwhelm is it's not always the mental stuff, even though that can be a ton of chatter in my head. A lot of times it is an emotional overwhelm. It's like a heaviness in my body that creates lethargy or a brain fog, but it's emotional. So paying attention to our emotions this month and being able to really purify or clarify those in simple ways like with our breath, this is a great month for that. We're also going to talk about something that has been a game changer for me, and it is the difference between gratitude and appreciation. Gratitude, while we know it can be a game changer as far as making gratitude lists, finding gratitude, shifting your outlook, finding more joy in your day, that is actually the base frequency of appreciation, which is aligned with the vibration of love, of unconditional love. And I'm going to talk about those two things because they're not necessarily interchangeable. 
tangible. But if we can recognize gratitude and then tap into appreciation, it takes us to a whole other level, like quantum leap kind of stuff. And I'll, I'll boil it down really simply and I'll use some experiences so you can see where that appreciation, that higher vibration is happening in your life. Okay, let's talk about the frequencies and energies of this month. And let me just start with the numerology and some tips. We are in a nine universal month. I know that November is the 11th month. And that is important because if you remember, if you listen to the numerology podcast, 11 is a master number, and that is the number of interconnection of the human you and the spiritual you. So it's a master month in a way because it gives us that ability to interconnect our day-to-day life with something higher, something greater. And that aligns with the energy of this month, which we are in a nine universal month. How do I get that? 2023 is a seven year. If you add two plus zero plus two plus three, that equals seven. So universally this whole year, this whole calendar year, we're in the energy of the seven. If you remember back, the seven is the seeker, the purveyor of assimilating knowledge and transmuting it or alchemizing it into wisdom. It's it's this intuitive and data-oriented genius that sometimes feels a little misunderstood or isolated. So it is a year where we are deepening our faith, we are evolving our consciousness, our expanding our spiritual lives and ourselves in day-to-day practical ways. That's the seven. When you add seven to 11, 11 is November, seven is 2023, that equals 18. One plus eight, when you reduce it down, equals nine. So we are in a nine month. If you remember back to the podcast and then all the numerology info, the nine is the sum of all the numbers that come before it. Quite literally, if you add one plus two plus three plus four and so on, add those up, reduce it down, it equals nine. So it is it is the number of completion. It is the number of closure, but it is also the number of wisdom, ascension, stepping into a higher plane of living and being. Ultimately, it's the number of integrity. It's the number of tapping into your highest character. And the trick of the nine is surrender, <laughs> letting go, also making sacrifices. I'm not sure if I've outlined it this way. And because I have a lot of nines in my numerology code. I live with this energy day in and day out, and it's a funny thing to play with. But when I talk about sacrifice, the surrender piece is that let go and let God. Okay, I've suited up, I've shown up, I've, sh- I've shown up in my best light, my best ability from my heart, and now I let go and I let God. The sacrifice piece is what am I really willing to let go of or sacrifice for the greater good? And I don't mean that we all have to be humanitarians and uh, change the world, change the planet. But what are certain conveniences of the modern world that are frivolous, that are clouding or cluttering our day? My husband and I moved to Belize a handful of years ago. We're back in the United States, as many of you know. We moved back here to take care of my mother, who was terminally ill. But when we lived in Belize, we 
reduced a lot of our clutter and day-to-day stuff. We just didn't need it. It wasn't going to be beneficial. And we were living much more simply. And at first, there may be a way of looking at that as we were making sacrifices. But that sacrifice of modern conveniences, because that's what we were sacrificing. I mean, we couldn't get Amazon. And if we did get stuff delivered from the United States, there was a massive duty that was put upon the items. So if we ordered, you know, shampoo and conditioner from the U.S. because we didn't always have the availability of some of the stuff that we have readily available to us that we sometimes take for granted in Belize, we had to make changes in our day-to-day life, the things, the products, the foods we ate. At first, it might have looked like a sacrifice, but then we realized we were clearing clutter and also changing the way we lived, and we both realized we could live so simply, yet extremely abundantly and even healthier by eliminating and clearing clutter. So what seemed like a sacrifice was actually this elimination of stuff that we did not need in order to find greater happiness, health, and well-being. And that's kind of the energy of the nine is where can you make some sacrifices in your day? I think about this as far as my time. Meaning when a friend calls or someone is reaching out because they're having a tough time or they need something and I see their name pop up and I want to connect with them, but I've got a laundry list of things on my plate. We all understand being busy, you know, and you know, I like to call that abundant, you know, as being a little cheeky and changing my words. But, you know, I'm I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I can't get back to them. I don't have 30 minutes to talk. I mean, that is the rhetoric that will go in my head. It doesn't mean that I don't want to talk to this person or share my time in my heart. I'm just already feeling that overwhelm that I referred to. But when I think of it as, wait a minute, When can I find time to intentionally talk to them? How can I communicate with them, address them in the moment as best possible, and let them know what's going on with me and when I'm available to talk and that they matter? I'm sacrificing a few minutes, a few moments to respond as best I can in real time with my availability and my intention. So it's as easy for me as saying, hey, I see your text. I've got a handful of clients right now, but I'll have a break from this time to this time. Are you available? I want to be there for you. Right now, I'm juggling a handful of things. And I don't. you don't have to say that many words. I'm just giving you the way that I think through where I can be kind of greedy with my time and think that, Making time for somebody else is a sacrifice because I'm so busy. I have a lot on my plate. So I hope that resonates with you. And this month in particular, when you are feeling busy and overwhelmed and pulled in multiple directions, what matters? Who matters? And how do you effectively, authentically communicate. So letting someone know, hey, I've got a lot going on right now, but you matter. Do you need me right now? You know, is this an emergency or can we talk later today or is tomorrow, tomorrow's better for me? Would that work for you? That has been a game changer for me. So looking at sacrifice as also surrender, sacrificing our time, our space, our agendas for something greater, which a lot of times is in relationships and with other people. And that connects us to our collective consciousness. And with all the heaviness we have in the world right now, 
especially what's going on in Israel, things that can feel like they are out of our control or even beyond our comprehension, our day-to-day interactions, our energy and intentions matter. That's the energy of the nine, is how can I show up in my day-to-day wholeheartedly with integrity and to be able to be my best self, to summon my compassion. The nine is also very idealistic and utopian. So if you find yourself this month wishing for or reaching towards ideals, things that may feel way out of the scope of your reality, take a little time and explore those things. It's kind of like dream big energy in an ideal world we could experience in an ideal world i could and i'm not talking about in an ideal world i would have no stress you know i mean maybe that is an ideal that you want to put out there but in an ideal world i respond to stress resiliently and i alchemize it into something brilliant really looking at your ideals things that you reach for that feel just out of reach like on your tippy toes when you reach for like a box up in the closet you know like what is it that feels just out of reach but close enough to your heart that you want to reach for it and then see how you can shift your language and your consciousness around it. So like what's going on in Israel, let's just use that. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA like what's going on in Israel. Let's just use that. With all the turmoil, all the chaos, and the horrific, horrific atrocities, can I personally go over there and impact change today? No, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Could I contribute money? Maybe, but I I would want to know that that was being filtered to, to really provide aid or assistance. So where do I reach towards an ideal of contributing, of helping, of affecting change and lifting up other suffering human beings, touching our humanity? When I'm in my day-to-day and I, and I've talked about this recently on my Instagram, 
when I make meaningful moments out of seemingly inconsequential moments, when I meet somebody's gaze, somebody smiles at me, I smile back at them, and I feel this energy of, and this is actually the energy of appreciation, so we'll get into this in a minute, because the nine tracks with appreciation, but when I feel that energy of interconnectedness that is unconditional, it doesn't feel like give and take, or if I do this, then I get this. It's unlimited. It is unconditional, without condition, it's mutual, it's reciprocal, it's synergistic. Meeting a smile with a smile, a gaze with a gaze. You know, how are you doing today with, I'm I'm okay, how are you doing today? In those moments is where when I experience that upliftment, that connection, that personal intimacy in the day-to-day world, I literally will feel feel that feeling in my body And as I'm passing someone or driving by them in the car, even if it's a passerby, I will hold that energy in my body. I will recognize it consciously in my mind. So I'm noticing it. I'm aware of it. I will find where I feel it in my body. Like it just creates a lightness in my shoulders or I'm smiling. So it's on my face, which is the throat chakra. You've got the heart chakra with the shoulders, the throat chakra with your smile. I mean, there are so many ways that this is working that we don't even think about that are just autonomic. They're working without us asking, but I smile. So I notice physically I'm smiling or my body is just looser and more uplifted. I feel happy. I feel connected. I feel seen. I saw someone else. They brought me joy in something little. I can sense all of that, feel it. And then I consciously walk forward or keep driving where whatever I'm doing in my day and I inhale and exhale it and I smile deeper, deeper into my body, deeper into my heart. And I start to say, thank you. Wow, this is amazing. I am intentionally sending and beaming this energy out into the world. And if you want to beam it to a specific person or situation, I could easily say, I am beaming this to all those people suffering in the world specifically the people in the Middle East. You know, I mean, I can beam it that directly or I can beam it to someone in my life who I know is struggling. I can say, gosh, I know this person needs my love or I know they're struggling with this health challenge today and they've got a surgery or they're facing a lot of treatment. Let me beam them this energy so you share it and you intentionally, what I like to call... (laughs) Care Bear stare it out. That's what I, that's the analogy I always think of. I think about the Care Bears and how they would do their stare with all their different qualities, you know, happiness and joy. And then they would stare it out like a freaking rainbow. That's what I do is I just take that energy I experience and run it through my body. So it's raising my vibration. It's touching every cell, every part of my being. And then I shoot it out into the world, either just out into the world peripherally and consciously, or I direct it at someone or something that may need a little love, may need a support. And if you want to take it to one more level of bonus, get this one, because it's not as much fun, but it works, (laughs) is if there is someone in your life who has caused you harm, who maybe you are resenting or could use your forgiveness and you're not there, you're not ready yet, you're aggravated or upset or hurting, that's the person you want to care bear stare them that vibration because is it about them? Sure, but it's more about you 
than it is about them, meaning I am clearing my energy field and any anger, resentment, frustration, hate, low vibing stuff that we all experience because we are human, you are alchemizing that by sending it out intentionally to someone who may be contributing to pain and suffering in your life. And we all have a role in our own pain and suffering. And sometimes we don't like circumstances that are beyond our control. But our role is what do I do with that stuff? And if you're not ready to have a conversation with somebody, or your thoughts are not clear, this is also the vibration of the nine. Beam them out some prayers and love. Care Bear stare it to them. So if you can, consciously see where you have meaningful interactions in your day-to-day. And of course, because it is the holidays with your family or the parties you have on your plate, see where you can enjoy yourself and find healthy, intimate, uplifting connection and notice that. Notice it in the moment. And even when you're talking to somebody, you can be very consciously aware, grounded and present, but you can also be consciously noticing yourself in that state of enjoyment. This is harnessing the energy of the nine. And it's also the energy of this month and the season we are in of holiday season time starting up, things ramping up. So let's talk about the holidays for a moment and then we'll get into gratitude and appreciation. But the holidays for all of us can be a lot of things. They can be stressful, they can be joyful, they can be lonely and isolating, they can be depressing, they can be loving and feeling like We get things to look forward to. They can be hopeful. They can be all of those things. They don't have to be either or. So it can sometimes feel like a soup. And that's what I I sometimes feel is this overwhelm. And again, it's like this emotional or energetic overwhelm where sometimes I don't feel like I can be my most joyful self in the moment because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking I should be doing this or I need to be doing this or I, I have to get all of these things cooked because this is my job at Thanksgiving. You know, I mean, I'm just giving simple examples that are coming to mind. Well, that's natural. And that's part of this, this monkey mind that we have at times. But if we can move a little bit slower and more deliberately, and also be very conscientious and conscious of our thoughts, and how we can effectively process them and harness them, you will see a difference. It's kind of a quantum leap month. I think November and December are power player months that will take us to new heights, especially in November. If you can recognize some patterns of behavior that are creating limitation in your life. So guess what? The stress can be a catalyst for awareness. So take the stress, the loneliness, the isolation, the overwhelm, family dynamics, whatever you're experiencing this month that feels confronting, (laughs) take that as an opportunity to explore it a little deeper and become willing to let it go, to heal it, to process it, to allow it to flow through your body differently. Let the energy help you do that this month. Additionally, with the nine, and I want to go back to the nine for one second because this just popped into my mind. 
if you remember in listening to the numerology podcast, I shared with you that October had the same numerological code as January. Well, guess what? November has the same numerological code as February. So this is also a great time if you want to dig a little deeper and connect some dots, see some patterns, which is the energy of the seven, 2023, see the patterns, see the cosmic roadmap and, and find new solutions. Look back to February. What were you going through? What were you experiencing? Where were your opportunities? Where were your challenges? What were the lessons learned? Where did you stumble and fall? Think about your reality. And for me, I go back to my calendar sometimes. For February, for me this year, I don't have to go back to my calendar because as many of you know, my mom passed away in February. And it's a nine month. The nine is the number of closure, of completion of a cycle. And it was very apropos for all of that to align. And she and I had talked about that, actually, about, I said, Mom, it's a nine month. I mean, and we would joke about these things because you just got to laugh sometimes through the heaviness. But if I look back to February from this vantage point, I see parallels that are already coming up for me of this new level of growth, which also means a level of closure. So if you think about scaling when you're growing, you're also letting go of things. You have to make room for new things to grow. And a lot of things have grown since my mom has been physically gone from this earth. The podcast, Soul Sessions, I was able to have the time and the heart space and the energy to share this podcast with you. I didn't have that last year with my mom. And it was important because it wasn't a priority. My priority was being with and taking care of her and being with family, spending that quality time to the best of my ability, which I also didn't always do very well. You know, my, my, my worst came out and my best came out. And that's actually what I think about February for me is it was the most divine time, which was probably the most transcendent, mystical, beautiful loving and graceful experience I could have ever had. And simultaneously, it was painful. And I remember very, very clearly, and I'm not sure I've shared this story publicly, but it was a Wednesday and my mom was not responsive. And the hospice nurse hadn't gotten there yet. And, you know, she had really started been losing consciousness, you know, and was kind of in and out, but she still was able to communicate and meet my gaze or say things consciously and somewhat cohesively. And I woke up on a Wednesday morning and she just was not responsive. I mean, she was breathing and her vitals were slowing, but she wasn't communicating. And I remember, and we had talked about this so much. It was like she was ready to go. I was ready for her to go. But when it came down to it that morning, I said so clearly, I'm not ready for you to go yet. I said I was ready for you to go, but I wasn't ready for you to go today. I wasn't ready for you to not talk back to me. That was the big thing. I was like, I wasn't ready for you to not talk back to me when I'm talking to you. And and I remember crying and being afraid and the hospice nurse got there and he, you know, he looked at her and I just cried and he was so incredible. His name was John. And he said, Amanda, it could be hours. He says, but that's kind of what we're looking at. He said, I didn't, he said, I knew she was imminent and we knew this was progressing, but he said, it looks like things have really rapidly changed. It could be hours, make the most of it. And we held hands and we prayed with her and he left and I just snuggled up and I next to her and then I played music 
And I kept saying, telling her everything I could think to tell her. Like everything was coming out of my mouth about that, you know, it was just like I was incessantly sharing, kind of like I'm doing right now, right? <laughs> and I'm incessantly sharing. And, um, and I turned some music on and about two hours after he left and I hadn't left her side, I'm holding her hand. And all of a sudden she opened her eyes and she looked me directly, directly in the face. And she said, hey, beautiful girl, what are you doing right here? And she was lucid and conscious. That was a Wednesday afternoon about three o'clock and she was lucid and conscious until late Friday night, early Saturday morning. And she would come in and out of consciousness, but she was clear and alert and funny. And we started laughing and communicating. And I know that she heard me. I know that her spirit came fully back into her body to rally, to give me that time to really surrender and to really sacrifice. And that this is a deeper example of sacrifice in the energy of the nine. Sacrifice all of my human needs. I need you here, mom. I don't want to lose you because that's natural. We're human, right? To sacrifice all of that in order to let her go, to let her transition, which is something I wanted consciously and wholeheartedly, but the human me was not ready to let go of my grasp. And I was gifted that time with her between Wednesday and then she died on a Tuesday morning. And between Wednesday afternoon and Tuesday morning, it's probably the most divine experience I have ever encountered in this lifetime of this letting go and letting God and just opening up to the beauty and the pain and it all being the same story. You know, I mean, it was utopian in a way and I, and it was, it was heavy and enlightening. So I share that with you, first of all, because it just was on my heart and I think about February for me, but I share that with you to look at what is coming up for you in November and what you are experiencing in February so you can maybe draw some correlations. And for me, let me break it down just to give you a little bit of support here. I feel like in February, I am needing to let go of, surrender to some old fears about my abilities, self-doubt, imposter syndrome. I mean, hello, we all face this stuff. And also asking people for help because I learned last year to rely on my family and my friends and ask them for help and tell them what I needed. And I did that pretty well because I had to. I mean, I was exhausted and I needed help and I couldn't do it alone. And I got really good at saying, I don't know what to do, but I need you today. Or yes, can you bring breakfast? You know, it's very simple things. Well, guess where I don't do that very well. I don't do it that well sometimes in my business life. And I don't always do it that well with my friendships. I do it okay with my husband. I think I do it pretty well with him because we have a lot of practice at that. But I don't think I do it that well in business and I, do, I may not do it that well in friendships. So for me, I feel like there will be opportunity for me to better ask for help, better communicate my needs, and also heal my fears of being alone. Thinking I have to do this on my own, I have to do it myself. I certainly have faith that there is God. I talk to my soul and God and give it to my soul and God all the time. But there's a difference in that lip service and even that belief. And then the action, the practical action of picking up the phone 
and calling a friend, calling someone in my life that really can help me troubleshoot something or see things from a different perspective that I am too clouded or too stuck in my own limiting beliefs. So again, that element of sacrificing your time and your headspace to reach out and connect. See how that tracks for you. I'm curious to hear. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, last but not least, let's take this to a whole nother level. Let's rock it it into another dimension. Gratitude. Okay, gratitude's a game changer, y'all. Let's start with the definition of gratitude. I just pulled this up online. It says, gratitude is the quality of being thankful and the readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So the quality of being thankful and then the readiness to show appreciation for and in return to kindness. So there's a transactional element to gratitude. And there's nothing wrong with this. This is not any kind of negative and no slam on gratitude. I'm a fan of gratitude. It's gotten me out of a lot of my stinking thinking. So the quality of being thankful, but this readiness to show appreciation. So that in and of itself tells us that readiness is an action. It's showing more. And it's in return for something. So there's this transactional nature to gratitude. So it's this great starting point. Here's where appreciation differs. Appreciation literally is seeing the nature of something, the true nature of something. And it is an increase of value. Think about appreciation with money. Money appreciates, you know, property value appreciating. Think about appreciation as growing, leveling up. It is an increase in value and values. We've got perspectives, we've got beliefs, and then we've got values. And they are hardwired and they are sometimes like concrete and steel. That's what I say. And appreciation is something that inherently, intrinsically can grow within us. It is also, and here's the kicker, 
It is the absence. When we experience appreciation, it is the absence of resistance. So fear and doubt, self-criticism, denial, anything that is a lower vibrational, ego-based, fear-based thing, appreciation is the utter absence of that. So it vibrates in alignment with love, unconditional love. And any way you want to look at love, whether it is family, children, romantic love, spiritual, divine love, all, all the big stew of love, that uplifting, interconnected oneness. That's kind of back to that utopian energy that I was referring to in the energy of the nine. It is this universal humanitarian thread that runs through us in this interconnected, interconnectedness is what it is. So it is appreciation resonates at this really high vibrational frequency. Let me give you a couple of examples. Years ago, and I will never forget this because this is the first time I remember recognizing the difference between gratitude and appreciation. It was probably, I'm going to guess 2014, maybe 2015. I was driving home from work and I was driving along this road that I always went down that was really beautiful. And I wind around the road and it had been raining and I looked up and there was a rainbow starting to peer out through the clouds. And I looked down and I'm driving by this horse farm that is a rescue and rehabilitation refuge for horses that were too old or had been sick, were needing to be rehomed. So there's all these horses playing, literally some of them were galloping and playing, drinking at a pond. I look up and there's a rainbow. I mean, I can't paint this picture more ideally, but I had been, it was a very busy day at work. I had just driven probably an hour and a half home. I mean, it was one of those days where there was tons of stuff going on, lots of things, responsibilities, the stresses of life, the joys of life, all the day-to-day stuff is going on. And I'm driving home. I'm about five minutes from the house. I drive around this corner. I look up and I see this and it captured my attention, my consciousness, my spirit, my heart. And I looked up and it was stunning. It was peaceful. It was as if I was part of a picture or a painting, which is which is essentially the energy of mysticism or transcendence, really, really feeling a part of something bigger or higher. And this is a seemingly inconsequential moment, right? And all of a sudden I drive around a curve and I am like enlightened, you know, for 30 seconds here as I'm driving around, slowing down. And as that happens, I remember I had this wave of stuff rattling out of my head saying, I am so grateful for my life. I am so grateful I'm sober. Oh my gosh, I'm almost home. I've had a good day. Things were good today. I have a husband that loves me. I get to have the evening off. I mean, it was like all this little stuff that I was grateful for. It was like, it was like um, a computer USB had been shoved into my body and had rattled off stuff from the past three or four years where I had grown, I had shifted, I had changed, and I was grateful for everything in my energy field. And it was like tears of joy, but I just felt this appreciation for life, for where I was, the things that I had, the people in my life, the list goes on, but it was transcendent. And then I take it a step further because I'm driving. I have about five minutes for the rest of my drive home and I was feeling it and smiling and crying. And in that moment, something came to me is, Amanda, do not keep this to yourself. Amanda, share this. Amanda, share this with someone who you love and care about. And I picked up the phone and I called 
a very, very dear friend and mentor and spiritual advisor of mine, Ellen. And I said, Ellen, I have to tell you what just happened. And I, I tell her, and I said, I am so appreciative of life. I am so grateful for where I am today, but I feel this utter growth and appreciation and expansion and awareness. And I'm, I'm appreciative of you and your influence in my life and being there. But I had to tell somebody, I had to share this with somebody. I had to make it real. I had to ground it into reality. And of course, she was smiling and crying and laughing. And we were talking about how, oh my gosh, isn't it amazing that the only constant is change and we can be in the midst of a busy day and then all of a sudden have a rainbow in the clouds. You know, to quote Maya Angelou, where's the rainbow in your clouds? And it was like, you don't know when a rainbow appears until it appears and then seeing it and not only seeing it, sharing it, telling someone else. It just creates this cycle of vibration that resonates So I experience appreciation all the time now. If I notice something while I'm driving, I saw it this morning, I was driving to a doctor's appointment and this is funny enough because I don't know why horses are coming up, but you know, horse spirit medicine is about freedom, by the way. So this morning as I'm driving, I passed this other little field of horses and they were galloping and playing and they were miniature horses and they were all running and playing together. And I saw them, I almost got in a wreck because I was like, you know, like rubbernecking them and watching and slowing down. Nobody was behind me. It was fine. But I was laughing and so giddy like a child watching them romp around in this field. And I was giggling and uplifted. And immediately I noticed I was giggling and uplifted. And then I I didn't pick up the phone and call anyone and tell them that I'm telling you all about it now. But what I did do was I just ran through my body and I said, I am appreciative. I am one. I am loving. I am beaming. I am care bear staring this love out, not only to my day to day experience and environment. To, but to anyone that needs it. And, and then I beamed it out a few other places that I could consciously, and then I turned the music up and I smiled. And I just drove and enjoyed parts of my drive. And then I met someone else's gaze and someone else was nice. And it was like a domino effect that appreciation and experiencing this increase of internal value, internal worth, started to essentially harness within my being. So all of that to say, where can you take this season, all the stressors, all the joys alike, and where can you, yes, get grateful, but use that as a gateway to notice the vibration of appreciation in your life, day-to-day experiences. And when you do, can you harness it a little bit higher, further, longer, 12, 18, 21, 30 seconds, and then can you share it? Can you share it with someone else, whether you beam it out to them or you pick up the phone and say, guess what just happened? I saw these horses playing in a field. You know, wherever you experience it, can you feel it, breathe it, embody it, harness it, add value, and then share that value out in the world? That is the energy of this month. And will this stuff be easy? No, it's going to be an intense month in some ways. And I want you to know that. And it doesn't mean that you're setting the intention that it will be intense, but growth and quantum leaps, there is a period of mass tension and intensity that usually happens before a giant leap forward. So if you are experiencing immensity, intensity, stuff is coming up for you, old pain, old trauma, new pain, new suffering, new trauma, new loss, anything, health issues, work stuff, romance, family stuff, 
notice it and see where you can consciously shift and harness that to add greater value because you will see that quantum leap start to take root later into the month and even more so into December. I hope all of you are well, and we've got lots of great dialogues and conversations coming up this month on Soul Sessions, talking about wellness, personal wellness, and organizational, corporate, professional wellness, and also family stuff, day-to-day things, stressors that we deal with, and practical and conscious and super conscious ways to harness shift your vibration and to quantum leap forward. Thank you for joining me. I'm Amanda Rieger Green, and you've just listened to Soul Sessions. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.